Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Mark Garber in for Kerry Nolan. It's Monday, March 11th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every week, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Mark. It's been a busy weekend for the new Defense Secretary, Chuck Hagel. He made his first trip as head of the Pentagon to Afghanistan. And by most accounts, it wasn't exactly a diplomatic success, David. President Hamid Karzai actually accused the U.S. of secretly plotting with the Taliban to keep violence high and to create a pretext for U.S. forces to remain in the country. I told the president it was not true that uh, the United States was unilaterally working uh, with the Taliban in trying to negotiate anything. What's going on there, David? Well, this trip was uh, a mess, Mark, and it was really a mess for no fault of Mr. Hagel's. But as we know, President Karzai is always a very unpredictable character. But I can't remember a moment where he has greeted a uh, a foreign dignitary or an American dignitary, um, first with uh, news that he was backing out of an agreement on the transfer of uh, of prisoners from American control to Afghan control, and then to accuse the United States of siding with the Taliban. I think it's a pretty big misreading of both the Taliban's motivations and President Obama's. The Taliban would love to see the United States uh, get out of the way, in part so that they can take back large swaths of Afghanistan. And President Obama, as is pretty evident to anybody here who's got their, uh, their finger in the air, uh, wants out of Afghanistan as quickly as he can manage it. I think this gives uh, Mr. Hagel a sense of how difficult it's going to be to deal with President Karzai for the next year or two. The other major issue that Secretary Hagel is facing is sequestration. You reported on this morning's front page that mandated cuts have actually opened up for the first time in years a real debate on how much the defense budget can be cut. What are the chances of that happening? Well, I think that what has happened now is that with sequestration taking about $46 billion out of the defense budget, suddenly the deficit hawks have won out over the defense hawks uh, in Congress. And that means that if the president gets his way, and it's a very big if, he could say rather than do dumb cuts across the board, let's try to do some cuts that are geared to what our strategic priorities are. And it's fairly clear what it is that the administration would like to cut. They'd like to cut from the $51 billion that the Pentagon spends every year on health care. They'd like to close some bases. They'd like to reduce the size of the nuclear force. And they'd like to reduce the size of the most expensive weapons program the United States has ever had, the F-35, the Joint Strike Fighter, uh, which right now has got a bill that has swelled to $400 $400 billion for a single airplane, so or for a fleet of airplanes, but that's the cost of the, the total program. The question is whether or not Congress will find it much more difficult to cut individual programs, each of which has a constituency, than to do the across-the-board cuts. Finally, David, let's turn to the economy. We saw a big jump in job creation last month, which helped send the stock market surging which is kind of a bit of an uncomfortable reminder of the scenario in 2008 for some. Are we setting ourselves up for another crash? Well, of course, we always could be, but there are some big differences from 2009. First of all, the housing market is just beginning uh, to come back. Uh, Secondly, we've seen a lot of companies um, uh, rationalize themselves. And thirdly, there's a lot of cash sitting on the sidelines right now. As you notice, if you look at where the money that's going into the stock market is coming from, 
people are beginning to take money out of cash and put it back into the market. And that suggests that the rally could have a ways to go. But it's also possible that because of sequestration and other setbacks, you could see a little bit lower growth later on in the year, and the market could end up correcting for that. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Mark Garber, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.